0: Welcome to Politics on Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. We are going to have a great show today. However, it's going to be a little bit shortened. No, quite, actually quite a bit shortened. I have some uh, some work to do with my beautiful daughter. we got to go ahead and take her to, the, to, to get that, that scan. But we're here coming in to you from Washington, D.C. Election, I know a lot of you are disappointed. A lot of you are disappointed that we did not... Pull you we did not pull it out in Virginia. A lot of you are disappointed that we don't quite know if we pulled it out in New Jersey. A lot of you are pissed off. Virginia is now a state controlled by Republicans. The delegates are Republicans, the the likely Republicans, the person who won the governorship is Republican and the Senate is just one senator away from being Republican, but he's one who votes many times with the Republicans of so Virginia, for all practical purposes, is lost. And folks are considering, my God, the Democrats are in deep caca. The truth of the matter, they're not. The truth of the matter as well is they could be, if they get the wrong impression, if they take the wrong or learn the wrong lesson, from what occurred, first of all, in Virginia, and secondly, in New Jersey. And I want to take New Jersey first. New Jersey was a sure thing. In fact, up to a day before the New Jersey race, some polls had uh, the the current governor up by 8 points, another poll had him up by 11 points, Murphy that is, and everybody took it for granted. Nobody was out there telling New Jerseyans. This is what we're going to do for you. Nobody was out in the rural areas in New Jersey saying, This is what we're going to do for you. And this is why you must min- ensure that you maintain the type of government that supports the progressive policies that all of you say you want. Nobody was out there explaining that. Instead, they allowed they allowed many other arguments by the red guys to cauterize. But i want to talk a little bit about these red arguments a little bit later because there, there's a there's a part that many people don't understand. It's like, how, how could we have been so fooled? How did that, those red counties back there, those small counties, tens and dozens of those small counties make such a big difference in this election? I'll explain in a little bit. Now, when it comes to Virginia, Virginia is a different story. Virginia, we went ahead and we got a car salesperson who barely won the time that he won Uh, we wanted that centrist democrat he was going to be the one who told who was going to hold the line he was going to hold the line but guess what all of us who support these policies that we know know that there's no way he was going to hold the line I thought he was going to win I thought he was going to pull it out just from the math over, math over momentum. I really thought he had it. I really thought he was going to pull it out, but he didn't. But here is the kicker. We have a lot of folks right now talking about, oh, guess what? The progressives, because of what they did in Congress and not passing the... The, the, infrastructure, the bipartisan infrastructure bill that does nothing for the people who would have otherwise come out and vote for the, uh, these candidates. They went ahead and they said, oh, uh, you know, uh, you should have passed this bill. Well, this infrastructure bill is great. It'll build bridges, it'll build airports, it'll build all those kinds of things. But the one thing it would not have done is those suburban moms that need to have child care who dropped out of the labor force. done nothing for them. Family leave, your parents are in dire straits and you need to help them out. It done nothing for them. Imagine if Joe Manchin, Cinnamon, all these other centrist Democrats had decided, we are going to give... All our governors that are running in 2021 something to give to these people that say, this is how I'm going to make your life better in rural America. We are going to also have Medicare extension so that you all, including those of you in rural America, can have that health care that you can't have, that hospital that is closing. I am going. We, that is what we are going to do for you. We could sell that to you. Building an extra bridge in rural America that needs no bridges? a big deal. All the bridges are in the cities. All the major infrastructure projects are not going to cover all those great rural areas. They don't need much. They need hospitals. They need child care. They need all those things that the Build Back Better bill, had it been passed, would have given them, right? But no! No, you just want to pass an infrastructure bill that's going to help a whole lot of people who are already employed and give them better salaries and employ maybe a few more at lower wages. And you wonder why you lost? You're in control of government, Democrats. You are in control of government. And did you give the people what they really wanted, what they really deserved? Oh, you know what? Morning Joe and those guys are saying now, Oh, the, 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 the progressives are at fault. Americans don't want big government. Oh, so you cater, you go ahead and you decide to call, giving America the things they need to survive, big government. That's big government, right? You see, it's all a word game. It is all a word game. You want, you don't want your rich benefactors... You don't want the corporatocracy to have to invest more taxes, more monies for all the extraction they have already done. You are protecting them and then you're trying to put into the minds of your pew, your constituents, that somehow big government is something you don't want. Well, you know, we have a confused electorate because the people that they think they trust, Or telling them how bad having a good government is for them. How bad getting the things that they deserve is bad for them. That's what's going on right now. So I spoke earlier about the real messages that needed to be told. If the new message is those progressives held up and made us seem ineffectual, It's the wrong thing that you learned. Because you seem ineffectual because you were ineffectual. You seem ineffective because you were ineffective. If you had worked for the people and passed a bill in the nine months that you've been in office and say, Presenting, this is the new economy for you. And if you vote for those other people that believe in that government, government, that type of putting down government, we the people, they would have second thoughts. Yeah, you will still have those who are the Trumpists, those who are the racist. They will still vote against their own interests, but enough people would have seen that now I have child care. Now I can take care of my parent. Now the hospitals in the rural areas will be built. Now I can do all these things. All of that would have been something tac- tacit that you could have shown them. Again, if the message that you got from that election is that Americans don't want government, listen to what this... Listen to what... Uh, I can't remember his name now, but the guy who won won Virginia is saying. He told him, "I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to make sure your groceries are cheaper, no sales taxes on your groceries. I'm going to make sure I am going to tell, give you things that affect your pocketbook today." Guess what? Joe Biden gave every single person with kids300 dollars kid per month that was something you know I didn't quite hear Terry McAuliffe talking about that and saying if you elect this guy and other Republicans there's a good chance you're going to lose it because it's not permanent I didn't hear that I just heard you are Trump you're electing Trump well you know the Trump guys giving these guys some bread and butter stuff that's what he's telling them we know he's a lion, but he's telling them that look, the Republican methodology is simply lying. But we we allow that Republican methodology to work. Because we don't have the count. We don't let, let, let's give an example. Whenever these guys talk about big government, you talk about them being murderers. And then they they'll, they they they'll start to have to talk about you just call them a murderer. They're going to have to address that. Instead, we are addressing CRT. We are addressing, oh, uh, they're, they're, they say they want to teach critical race theory, and we come back, no, we don't want to do, we don't want to teach critical race theory, no. They want to create, they want to teach critical race theory. You are trying to murder your constituents. We will put commercials out there, ads out there. Republicans stand for the murder of commercial. Definition of murder is causing the death of someone knowingly. By not providing the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, you are effecting murder. We have a politic. And we we turn those, those Republicans into campaigning as progressives. And whenever you are imitating what you are trying to be, you generally lose. That is why... That is why every time you see a Democrat try to take on Republican positions when there is a Republican running, guess who wins? The Republican. People want the real thing. So, what should we, what should Democrats learn from McCullough losing and from Murphy likely winning but by a sliver if he continues to hold the, the line that he's on right now. The first thing is leave no vote on the table. I want you guys to study what Kornacki showed on his Virginia map. All the blue areas were won by 10 points or more. did great. A 10 point win is a great win, but a stupid win is a 75-25 that you go to the rural areas and you find a lot of 50 or 40 or 35 point margins between the Democrat and the Republican in areas that are poor, in areas that need hospitals, in areas that need child care, in all these areas. If you allow yourself to lose by that much, it's malpractice. It is malpractice. I mean, I would be in rural areas. If I were campaigning as a Democrat in rural areas, let me tell you how I would campaign. I would go to every church and look at them and say, look, or church and everywhere else that accept me. And if they don't accept me in church, I will wake outside that church and I'll talk to people. And I said, by the way, do remember, your vote, when you go into that voting booth, your vote is between you, your God, and yourself. You don't have to tell anybody who you voted for what you voted for. But let me tell you, if you vote for me, what I am going to do for you. And I would have those things plastered, I would have have ads that actually say that. Because peer pressure, even for adults, is real. I have many very conservative friends. I remember at the gym, just before the, the, the last election that Biden wins, one of my friends slapped me on the back. I put it in my book, How to Make America Utopia. He slapped me on the back and he said, either that book or the other one, I don't remember which book I have it on, but he slapped me on the back and said, Egberto, I, I, I am voting for your guy. Actually, I think it was, the, I think it was during the, the midterms. He said, I'm voting for your guy. And I was in shock. He said, oh yeah, I'm voting. Uh, but he said it real quiet and i looked at him and i said uh, to some i don't remember exactly how it went but to some extent don't worry i won't say anything oh i know i know i know look we don't have to win them over but what they what they learned that we have not is that we seeded them a piece of what we would normally win big and they've seeded us nothing because no one should seed honesty, morality, and everything else. We should be in those rural areas to ensure we don't lose it 75-25, we don't lose it 60-40. We should be there. So the the question again is, Democrats, will Democrats learn the right lesson from this loss? Will they learn the right lessons from the near loss? Don't try to blame progressives and say, because progressives didn't pass an infrastructure bill that would not have helped rural America, that would not have helped that poor mother, that would not have helped that mother that's not poor but can't take a job because she doesn't have, or he doesn't have childcare. That's not the message. If that's the message you got, then we will lose big in 2022. If you have a message that say When we have 2022, there are two messages. One, we are going to enhance these programs. We are going to make sure that those who have extracted from us, those who have robbed us blind, those who have enslaved us, we're going to ensure that they pay for what they are earning. In other words, they earn it through our backs of our labor. They will pay. But you, my dear constituents... You will be rewarded. And that message that will come from the right that says, Oh, but if you do that, they will, they, will take their, they will take their business elsewhere. Tell them to take it. The government is willing and ready for any business that close that's essential. We are willing and ready to open up one. You see, business like to make believe like they are essential. But when they are in trouble, the first person they call on is government. Government, I'm going to go back to where we what we have to do in a minute, but I want to bring up a new another point that that many people don't realize inflation is up. You want to blame the government? There is a supply chain problem. There are ships a hundred and something ships off of the coast of California. We can't unload them. They want to blame government. The trucks are. We don't have enough truckers to move that stuff from the ports all into commerce into the Americas. They want to blame the government. All of that is a failure, not of government, it's a failure of the private sector screwing up for profits. And how did that happen again? Wait a minute. We decided that we weren't gonna keep our cell our shelves. As stock, we weren't going to keep inventory, something known as just in, instead we are going to have something called just in time inventory, which means as soon as there's a shock in the supply, we ain't got nothing. That is not government being irresponsible. That's the private sector being irresponsible. Oh, truckers, we don't have enough truckers to move these things. Well, you know why? Pay more per load. And guess what? More people would work. More people would want to... It, so you, you claim capitalists be, claim they believe in supply and demand. Pay the damn people more and you won't have a trucking problem. Oh, but what about the inflation in prices? Inflation is caused when there is a shortage. Is there a shortage of hydrocarbons in this world? No. Is there a false shortage of hydro, hydrocarbons? Yes, because the capitalists, that's what they say. We are going to pump less... To make sure the price goes higher. That's the definition of inflation. We have pricing power on drugs. We can charge you more for insulin. We can charge you more for beta. We can charge you more for all these different drugs. You know why? Because you have to have it and we can price it whatever the market will bear. We will price it because you have to get it and you have to pay what we charge. Oh, by the way, are we growing less corn? No. So why is corn prices high again? Oh, the oil prices went up. Why are oil prices going up again? The private sector. Is is all that uh, fertilizer has to be more expensive? No. Why is it more expensive? The private sector. Inflation. Supply chain. All these problems. Truckers not being able to deliver. These are not government problems. But... Now people are saying, government, can you help us? In other words, you want us to somehow subsidize the private sector when they generally don't want to pay taxes to help them out so that we pay less? No. I tell you what I think should happen. Whenever the private sector puts a strain on humanity, on our people, on our constituents, we let them pay. So prices go up. They make more profit. We take that profit away and give it to the people who had to pay it. Punto y final. It's like, oh, you're robbing the rich. No, the rich is stealing your labor. The rich is stealing your income. You see, but people, we have learned not to think things through. We have learned to just worship the wealthy as if they are magnanimous and worthy of, of, of having any sort of morals they don't. That you can charge what you charge for insulin, so that executives make the profits and the shareholders make the profit while people with diabetes die? Where's the morality? So, Democrats, you have to start telling the truth. The problem is we have too many Democrats that are on the payroll of the corporatocracy, the wealthy, etc. And that is what we have got to solve. We have got to uh, start electing progressives along the board. So that we can finally start effecting policies where people's worth, the worth of people, is what we get. We want to ensure that we reward people based on their worth. There's not one stockbroker that is worth more than my janitor, than my garbage man. Not one. So, Democrats... Don't get the wrong message from this loss. Get the right message. Get your narrative right. Let Americans know. While you are going to do what's necessary to make their lives easier with the bills that, that you pass, that you will pass, I hope, this week, and that you'll pass subsequently if you're reelected, and let them tell them what the Republicans will take away and what the Republicans will also not provide. And make the Republicans fight on your turf. Let Republicans fight on your turf. You don't need to fight on the CRT turf. You don't need to fight on those turfs. They bring up CRT. We don't teach CRT in school, so I don't know what he's talking about. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure the hospitals in rural areas are built. I'm going to make sure that that people get child care. I'm going to make sure that, and by the way, the Republicans are not doing that for you. They are actually ripping you off and lying to you. Punto y final. They have to answer that. They have to answer that. They only keep CRT active if you answer CRT. Right? So, Democrats, learn the right message. And, progressives, I have a message for you. Every single Democrat who has provided any kind of backstop, or any, not backstop, but any kind of friction, towards getting our $3.5 trillion, which should really be $6 trillion plan, every single one that has objected to anything, they must be primaried by a progressive. And progressives, primary them with intelligence, not out-of-the-way crazy things that some folks would want to characterize you as or caricature you as, Go ahead and give the meat and potatoes you're going to provide that that particular centrist Democrat did not. That that particular centrist Democrats held up and caused many of the losses we've had over the last few decades. So you have your marching mission. You know that you have to speak not only to progressives, not only to Democrats, not only to Republicans, but to right-wingers, to Trumpists, and everybody else. Because, guess what most of those who care about themselves need? They need a good life. And if they think you're going to give, I I always tell this story, and then I'll end it here. I always tell this story. When did I know President Obama was going to win in 2008? I never thought a black man could win the election in 2008. I don't think America was ready, and the truth of the matter is America wasn't ready. Obama was special and obama proved his how special he was in a, in a lot of ways and by the way you know i don't follow i don't believe in obama's neoliberal policies but uh, he understood the dynamics but how did i know he was going to win when a canvasser went into i think it was cleveland or somewhere i don't remember what city it was and they knocked on the door and a woman answered the door and when the woman answered the door they said i had tried to introduce themselves and said who are you voting for And the woman turned to her husband and said, Honey, or something like that, Who are we voting for? I don't, honestly, that's not me doing this. I don't know why the woman thought she had to ask her husband who they're voting for, you know. But that's what she did. And the guy shouted from the back room, Tell tell him we are voting for the N-word guy. And when I read that story in, I think it was the New York Times or one of these rags, When I read that story, I said he crossed, that Obama crossed the line. He finally made himself electable. That that person was able to disregard his racism, to actually support what's good for him and his wife. That is the magic we want. I don't want those rural areas to become democratic per se. I don't want them to want to say we're only going to uh, send Democrats out. That's not what I'm looking for. I am simply looking for them to vote in their own interest, even if that means voting for somebody they don't like, voting for somebody that shares a different ideology, or voting for somebody that doesn't look like them. When you are able to break that wall, in other words, I hate your guts but I'm voting for you because. Voting for you is in my best interest. And that is what Democrats have got to do. It's very possible to do. And I can tell you, I am no politician. But for the amount of converts I've had, not to being Democratic, but to supporting these policies that I've had in my red area, in my Texas town. If Democrats really wanted to do it, they could. We simply have to on tether those Democrats who are corporatists, who have sold their soul to the corporatocracy and the wealthy, and replace them with the progressives who will get the job done. Uh, so that's my thoughts on the election 2021. And now I want to remind you that politics done right, doesn't it does need your support. So please go ahead and visit us. First of all, if you're watching this on YouTube, please remember to click on, Poli- uh, on that join button and become a part of our PDR Posse on YouTube. If you don't see that, go ahead and click politicsunright.com or click on politicsduneright.com slash YouTube. If you want to become a Patreon as well, consider going to politicsduneright.com slash Patreon politicsunright.com slash patron. Patron is spelled P A T R E O N. Politicsonright.com slash patron. Alternatively, you can support us of course at PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsonright.com slash PayPal. And guess what? Uh, If you want to find out all the different methods of supporting us, simply go to politicsthunwright.com slash support. Most importantly, please, please, please consider getting our books it's worded, how to talk to your right-wing relative friends and neighbors, as I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom, as well as how to make America Utopia take away the economy from those who rigged it. Very important, uh, very important. So please go ahead and get one of those, and you can get our books at politicsdonright.com books, and least but not least, or last but not least, it's getting cold. Get yourself one of our hoodies. How do you get our hoodies or our t-shirts or all the different forms? Go to politicsdoneright.com slash store, politicsdoneright.com slash store and support us in whatever way you can. Again, please support what we do. It's very important that we get the message out. Thank you so kindly. Please support. Like I said, this is going to be a short one. My name is Egberto Willis, this is Politics Done Right, and you know how I end this baby. I am, what? Out!